Toasties. I'm Missy, here with my bestie Johnsy. Hey y'all. And welcome to our Toasted Shenanigans. How you doing? I'm fucking exhausted. Same. Totally same. Well, so, so much so, I didn't type out this episode's notes. I have them on old school paper. <laughs> because for some odd reason, to me, typing it meant more work. <laughs> yeah. It does. it Because, like, I had to then pull out the laptop and then pull up a new page and start typing. And, and it takes about, like, another hour or so to get it all put together. <laughs> yeah, and then I go through and then I have to, like... And that sounds like I'm complaining, Toasties, but... <laughs> Trust me. I'm, no, we're just exhausted. I'm, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> complaining one bit. I'm just like, I really. That's the thought process I had in making this episode for you guys today. Also, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Even though it's gonna be Sunday by the time you hear this, it's, well, happy late Valentine's Day. There you go. And just because it's Valentine's Day does not mean you have to celebrate love only if you're in a relationship. Love yourselves. Exactly. And that's very, very important for what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Love yourselves. Gotta love yourself first for you can love anybody else. And love, and then do love other people. Mm-hmm. A smile can change so much. Absolutely. Just a simple fucking smile can change somebody's day. That's what I train my associates at at work. Smile. It makes a difference. It does. I try to smile as much as I can. Apparently, I don't smile that much. That's because we Virgos and we just got that resting bitch face. (laughs) Yeah. But trust me, I am a lot friendlier than my face tells you. I'm like, a lot. (laughs) Depends on Shut up, bitch. (laughs) Shh. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know. (laughs) Scotty doesn't know. I don't know why that popped in my head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god that just like randomly popped in my head <laughs> oh we're we're drinking the same shit as last week guys i think yeah we are i'm almost done it's been a day sorry it's been a day i need a fucking shower i've got travel grime all over me i can feel it it's like driving me nuts i know oh, you nasty <laughs> i rubbed it all over when you when i gave you a hug you totally too. did oh my gosh that's right <laughs> I'm drinking Moscato. You got your same beer from last week. Mm-hmm. I Was think- it McGuire's? The drought, drought stout. Mm-hmm. The generic. How is it that Guinness it's from- cold? It's a lot better. Yeah, because yeah. you had it last week. It was not cold enough. And it was a little metallic-y. Yeah, but this is good. Yeah, that's been. It enough- definitely tastes like Guinness. Sorry, yeah. Guinness, but yeah. Ah, you got a rip off, and that did not cost me as much as a Guinness. I love it. Clearly, it's almost gone. Should have brought you another one up here. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But then I'd have to take like 10 pee breaks. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if someone just knocked at the door. Hello? Hello? Anyways. Ghosties? <laughs> I would not be surprised. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> not in this house. Nope. <laughs> so, you ready for this one? I am very ready for this one. This is going to be a doozy one, guys. I might piss some people off today, but I this is a conversation. This, what I'm about to talk about today, this story has not been a conversation, but my input at the end of this story is a conversation that I've had with a few people that I feel very strongly and 
passionately about. And I feel like this situation needs to be addressed. It needs to be talked about more. And Mm -hmm. it needs to be, yeah, all the things. Needs to be fixed. So if you disagree, sign off. But if you agree, let us know. Also, I have to call us out real quick. We, in the last couple episodes, have been talking about doing this damn TikTok live that we have not done. <laughs> we exhausted. <laughs> and I just want to apologize to the Toasties. We are sorry. Because, like, the New Year's and Gypsy and Shannon, we <laughs> had said multiple times that we we're going to bring you guys a TikTok live. And it, that TikTok live had not come to you all yet. So rain check on it. But you know what? This is the time to tell you to get on our social media so you know when it is eventually coming. Maybe we want to spring it onto you as a surprise. Who knows? <laughs> get that random burst of energy. All right, let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now or never. So, all right, guys. Here we go. And I do apologize for the paper rustling that you're all going to hear. So, on November 30th, 2021, in Oxford Township, Michigan, which is, like, just outside of Detroit, at Oxford High, a 15-year-old Ethan Robert Crumley opens fire in his school, resulting in four deaths and seven injured. Ethan was a sophomore at the school during the time of this attack. Uh, background on Ethan, he was actually born in Atlantic Beach, Florida, on April 28, 2006. When I saw that, I was like, fucking baby. Mm-hmm. I was almost graduated from high school. <laughs> Um, but that's just about 15 miles outside of uh, Jacksonville. His parents were Jennifer and James Crumley. And both his parents actually had prior minor criminal records, ironically enough, from 1995 to 2005. So right before Ethan was born. Huh. Now, their petty crime was DUIs and check fraud. Oh. That's mm-hmm. a little bit more serious. Well, both are very serious. I take that back. They're, yeah, they're very serious. Um, but as a child, both Ethan's parents worked in business development and marketing until they ended up moving to, and I apologize, Issaquah, Washington. I hope I pronounced that right. If I didn't, those of that area, you can hop on and correct me later. Um, but they moved there a few years later down the road. Later, um, it didn't specify how much longer, mm-hmm. but it couldn't have been that lo- much longer. They ended up moving to Michigan. And it was actually stated by a neighbor that Ethan's parents often left him home alone without a phone to go downtown at the bars in Lake Orion. Orion. Sorry. Lake Orion. <laughs> I was about to say, oh, <laughs> it's Orion. <laughs> it's Orion. I totally dismissed that I wrote an I in there. Orion. Um, This was around 2014, 2015, so that actually put Ethan at about eight or nine years old. Oh, shit. Yeah. And this neighbor became so concerned that she actually filed an anonymous complaint via phone to CPS. However, she didn't know if any action was taken, and so there was, like, never any type of, like... Follow-up or anything like that. Yeah, follow-up. But according to prosecutors, Ethan's only friend ended up moving away at the end of October of 2021, and their family dog died, resulting in Ethan to become very depressed. So as early as March of 2021, 
Ethan actually started sending his mom very disturbing texts about his state of mind. So Mm. we're in March of 2021. He committed his act in November of 2021. I want this. This is very important to be known. Yeah, especially if you brought it to your parents' attention. Yes. He would claim that there were demons and ghosts inside the house. And it was also noted he videotaped himself torturing animals. And he would make Molotov cocktails. Oh, boy. And he even drew a sketch of himself committing a school shooting, which he would also joke about with his friends via text messages. And it was also reported that Ethan had a baby bird's head in a jar, which he placed in a school bathroom. Now, his parents knew of all these things and never sought any help for Ethan. They probably, in their mind, it was just a teenager being a teenager. Yeah. Those aren't teenagers being teenagers. Yeah, but... I'm sorry. It's also, you can already tell, I mean, they have lazy parenting as to, you know, leave them home alone at the age of eight or nine, going to a bar. Yeah. It's just lazy parenting. 110%. So, according to students and parents, rumors regarding threats of a mass shooting occurring were circulating before the incident, which prompted some of the students actually to stay home on the day of the shooting. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. So, earlier um, that month, in response to an act of vandalism that included a severed deer head being thrown off the school roof and into the courtyard, school administrators published a note to parents saying they had been investigating the rumors but they found no threat. And then according to Oakland County Sheriff Michael Butchard, Bookard, I don't know. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, he said that his office was unaware of any credible threats prior to the shooting. Now, the severed head of the deer situation, mm-hmm. uh, from what I gathered, Ethan was not part of that. That was just an, a vandalism thing that a different student did. Okay. He had no part of it. But... With the rumors circulating, that situation happening is when the school decided to investigate the threats. Okay. Which I could, damn it, I can understand. You know, if y'all seem to see a deer head being thrown into the school courtyard, you're like, okay, well, we're hearing that these, these threats, now a deer head's going somewhere. Obviously, we gotta check. We gotta gotta take this more seriously. Yeah. Because by this point in 2021, people, kids make these threats all the time and they mean nothing with them. Correct, yeah. It happened when we were in high school. It happened when we were in high school, which I do plan on talking about that kind of uh, situation like that as well later down the road. But I do know upon looking into this stuff from Columbine, mm-hmm. there were kids who were obsessed with Columbine and mm-hmm. they were called Columbiners where they wanted to reenact that situation. The fuck? Yes. So... And I remember, like I said, being a kid, there was one time I saw in the bathroom, someone said, like, a new Columbine coming, and they put a specific date, totally investigated, nothing came of it. Mm-hmm. So I could see why the school investigated it and probably found nothing of it. Mm-hmm. So the day prior to the shooting, though, Ethan was reported to have met with school officials once before the shooting mm-hmm. and then once the day of the shooting. He was met with school officials. Ethan had no other disciplinary issues prior to the shooting. So the baby bird head thing, 
I don't know if they ever linked that to him and it wasn't found out until after the shooting situation that that was him who did it. So he was pretty much considered like a quiet and somewhat good kid. He's never had problems with school. Maybe just a little odd and misunderstood probably is what they thought. Correct. So I want that to be very known as well, that he's never had disciplinary issues until the day before and the day of. Prior to that, so all the things so far were just silent. Mm-hmm. All that stuff with his, like, mental health was only at home. They he, were the only ones aware of it. The parents were the only ones aware of it. Okay. The school was not. They got really aware of it, though, very quickly. Because his first meeting occurred after a teacher spotted Ethan using his phone to search for ammunition, which everybody should have heard that that was in the news when this situation happened. Mm -hmm. And that teacher instantly reported him. And Ethan just explained that his mom had recently traveled, him and his mom, traveled to a shooting range and that shooting sports are just a family hobby. The school called his mom, leaving her a voicemail because, of course, she didn't answer, and emailed her about this situation to let mm-hmm. her know, like, hey, your son's, they should. Yeah. your son's doing this kind of stuff. And, of course, she never responded to that either. Instead, she just texted Ethan later saying, quote, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll let that soak in. The second meeting, like I said, this occurred the day of the shooting. Another teacher found a very violent drawing on Ethan's desk, describing the drawing described by um, Karen McDonald in a press conference as, quote, a drawing of a semi-automatic handgun pointing at the words, quote, the thoughts won't stop, help me, end quote. In another section of the note was a drawing of a bullet with the following words above the bullet, Blood everywhere. Between the drawing of the gun and the bullet is a drawing of a person who appears to have been shot twice and bleeding. And below that figure is a drawing of a laughing emoji. And then further down the drawing are the words, my life is useless. End quote. There also on there was right above those worlds is the world is dead. A teacher spotted this. She instantly took a picture of the drawing which was on a math worksheet, and she instantly reported. Actually, I'm sorry, I don't know if it was a she or not. It just said teacher. But they reported Ethan right away. Mm-hmm. And he was taken to the guidance counselor's office. And of course, the school called the parents requesting that they come in immediately mm-hmm. about this. And while waiting, um, they actually were observing Ethan and his behaviors, and they watched and they didn't observe any behavior from him that would have indicated that he was going to harm anybody okay so he was still very calm just very oh shit i got caught well more so he's probably just very lost right now clearly once his parents finally arrived the drawing was shown to the parents however at this point ethan actually ended up scribbling over it to um conceal some of the stuff that was actually on there The school instructed that the parents to seek counseling for the son within 48 hours or that they were going to have to call CPS. The parents resisted the idea that Ethan had to go home 
and that he needed to stay in school because they had to get back to work, basically. And they, at the time, did not inform them that they actually had already recently purchased a gun for Ethan. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. He's 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll get into that in a little bit. Since he had no prior incidences of disciplinary issues, he was sent back to class. And it was noted, by the time of the meeting, Ethan had already placed the weapon he was to use in the shooting somewhere at the school grounds. I also did find that it was possibly in his backpack already. So while he was sitting there, he had it already on him. They should have searched him and whatnot. We'll get into that, like I said, in a second here. So parents left, Mm -hmm. making Ethan stay. They sent him to class. Following that meeting at 12.50 p.m., Ethan would commit the shooting. They caught his picture, Mm -hmm. basically his last cry for help, and said... Everybody treated him like an inconvenience. Exactly. Exactly. that, That was his last cry. And what did his parents do? They resisted to take him home and help him. And they just sent him back to class. You can't tell me that was not his last cry. Because literally the moment he left that meeting is when he went and shot the school. Seven minutes after the first news report came in of the shooting at the school, Ethan's mother texted him saying, Ethan, don't do it at 122. So she knew of the situation. And at 137, James... Ethan's dad uh-huh. called 911 to report a Sig Sewer so- Sawyer Sour Sour, thank you, SP 2022 handgun as missing, and also said Ethan could be the gunman at Oxford High. So they both knew. <clears throat> oh my god! <laughs> According to the Oxford Community School Superintendent on December second, no discipline had been warranted at the time of these meetings. The sheriff, um, Bochard, again, I, sorry if I mispronounced it, said concerns about Ethan's troubled behavior had never been shared with his office. Now, again, he only did have these two. I completely get why they didn't do much more, but at the same time, it's not okay because they actually, by law, because of what they saw in that drawing, they could have checked him right then and there for one. They could have checked his backpack. They could have checked his locker. Instantly, they had a right to do so. Another thing is, when I was in middle school, we were leaving a an assembly. Uh-huh. And a friend of mine at the time thought it would be a really funny idea to drop a, a piece of paper that said there's a bomb in the school mm-hmm. or something along that lines. Mm-hmm. By the time we all got back to our classrooms, they were already on the intercom saying whoever dropped this bo- this note mm-hmm. needs to come to the front desk, or the front office right now. Nobody's leaving here until we find out who. And my friend got up, walked himself to the front office, and he was taken out in cuffs. Yeah, I was about to say, I've like, there's been situations in high school, even like some of my friends, and that was like back in like 2006 when this kid was born, where... It was taken much more seriously, and it wasn't, like, to this extent. Mm-hmm. And kids were, like, expelled from school yeah, over he, saying stuff like this. He was expelled. He was expelled. And he admitted it was dumb. He would have never done anything. I know him. He would have never. I could never see him do it. Even he 
he thought he was being funny. Well, still, the regardless of the situation is that if we took it this seriously back in the day... Why are we not now? Correct. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Which is why I, I... There's a reason this is being brought up as well, and I'll get it again into that mm-hmm. later. So his gun, right? Yeah. A 9mm SIG... Sour. Sour SP-2022 semi-automatic handgun. And at least two 15-round magazines were recovered from Ethan at the time of his arrest. A third magazine was found at the school. So how did he acquire this gun? James, his father, had purchased the gun under his own name from a local gun shop Mm -hmm. on Black Friday four days prior to this shooting. Now, I just told you, they have a criminal record themselves. I'd love to know how they were able to get the handgun. Well, if they're not a felon. The check fraud one was the one that I was wasn't sure on, and I don't know Michigan. I don't know Michigan's laws for DUIs. Uh, it's probably a first class misdemeanor, like Virginia. Maybe some states are it's a little right underneath a felony. Some states are very serious about DUIs, so I don't know. But that that did come across my mind. I'm like, mm, being a criminal record, I don't know how he was even able to get this in the first place. But each state has their very their own specific type laws as well. Ethan actually was with his dad the day that this gun was purchased and was posting on social media later that day about how he got said gun. This, oh, my God. This is very important as well. His mom also posted on social media about it, referring to the gun as Ethan's new Christmas present. It's not fucking cute to buy your 15-year-old a pistol. Especially knowing, because he came to you, with the mental health stuff already. And this is extremely important also for what I'm about to get into at the end of Ethan's story. I'm not going to go into details about the shooting. However, I did want to kind of briefly talk about the victims because the shooting doesn't fucking matter. It happened and we all know the song and dance of that shooting. Mm-hmm. I will give Michigan props that they were actually already equipped with the materials to barricade themselves properly from Ethan. They already had the little door things Mm -hmm. and the proper covers for the doors, for the windows. I think because they were so equipped, Ethan was not able to do the amount of damage he intended. However, there were, like I said, four deaths and seven injured. Originally, the three students which was Madison Baldwin, who was 17, Tate Meyer, age 16, and Hannah St. Juliana, who was 14. They were killed at the scene. And Tate actually was reportedly shot while attempting to stop Ethan. And he didn't necessarily die at the school. He died on the way to the hospital in a police car en route. Eight others were injured, One was a teacher, and on December 1st, however, 17-year-old Justin Schilling died in the hospital from his injuries. And I want to right now super-duper apologize if anybody happens to stumble across this because this is a very, very fresh wound. Mm -hmm. Having a child who's in eighth grade going into high school, I can tell you that this does cross my mind often, Mm -hmm. this situation. And especially when she described to me for the first time 
what they do for a drill for this. I was terrified to hear it. And mm. the what made me more terrified about it was how nonchalant she was telling me. Like it was no big deal. Like, like they don't take it seriously. Not that they don't take it seriously. It was more of like we had a fire drill. You tell your parents you had a fire drill today. You're like, oh, yeah, you just go outside. Yeah. Everybody finds the safest route. No. She explained to me how she made a friend that day. And I was like, oh, cool. How'd you make that friend? She was like, oh, it was during our um, whatever they call it drill. We were both hiding under the table together. Because when this siren in their school mm-hmm. goes off, you hide. If you are not in a classroom, you are to hide. She was in the library. I will, like I said, I will tell you, I, again, apologize because this is probably still very fresh. So if you're stumbling across this, my heart is out to all of you. But I want some noise made to help stop these. The night of November 30th, three were in critical care with one on a ventilator, one in serious condition, three were in stable condition. And the teacher, because there was one teacher that was injured, she, um, they were able to actually be same day discharged because they just had a graze wound mm-hmm. on their shoulder. The last three were finally discharged from the hospital in January of 2022. So mm. a few months later. The school was processed by authorities. And of course, video footage of the incident was clear that Ethan had intent to kill that was his motive now bear with me because this isn't about what happened and what he did everybody knows what he did the reason this got brought up today is because ethan's mom just on tuesday has been charged and convicted of four counts of involuntary manslaughter as she should absa fucking Absolutely. put the murder weapon in his hand. Literally. Absolutely. I do also want to talk real quick about the investigation because this is how important what happened was. A search warrant was executed, mm-hmm. obviously, at Ethan's home. And that is where a cell phone, a journal several long guns and other items were seized as part of the investigation and ethan's prior social media posts the cell phone contained two videos of ethan both of which were filmed the night before the shooting and in which he talked actually about shooting and killing the students the next day the journal also reportedly detailed his, quote, desires to shoot up the school, end quote. And he also wrote, quote, hopefully my shooting will cause Biden to get impeached, end quote. And according to sheriffs, as reported on December 4th, investigators had spoken with his parents during the time of their homes being searched, but not afterwards. And I have no idea what the president had to do with what he did, but... Yeah, I was about to say, evidently he did not pay attention in his government class. Right. But he also had things just... There was so much 
so much. Now the school did fail. Mm-hmm. The school did fail. I get Ethan didn't have any prior disciplinary issues. However, when you see something as violent as you did in a drawing and just the day before he got caught looking up bullets, I think if the parents weren't going to take him, he should have stayed at least in the guidance office. Someone, those teeth. I would have called the fucking sheriff's office. Sheriff's office, absolutely. But I'm just saying like. At that point, it's a threat. You can charge him. Yes, they could have. But at the very fucking least, they could have done that. If they didn't want to, they wanted to give this kid the benefit of the fucking doubt. Hypothetically, I'm going in this rec- on this, and I know it's not. Well, yeah, keep him where you can keep eyes on him. I get what you're saying. Exactly. But, but no, they just was like, well, parents don't care. We don't care. Exactly. The school is being investigated. <laughs> They've been investigated. It doesn't sound like much is being done with them. As far as I can tell, anything I've looked, I didn't see anything. Like I said, whoever made the ultimate decision to let him go back to classes, whether it be the principal, assistant principal, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. They ultimately should be fired. Mm-hmm. It's very irresponsible. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, they actually, they were, they had legal grounds to search him at that point. Yeah. Because he raised awareness, uh, raised a behavior about shooting a school, they could have done that and they never did so and apparently reasons were never clear as to why they didn't do it. It is said that charges against the school officials have not been fully ruled out yet and that they do intend to review the actions taken by the school that led up to this shooting despite the district turning down all the offers to do so. And they think that that was just a very big failure on their part as well. And as the school should be held accountable for. Mm -hmm. Now, here's also the very, very weird thing. And this is where I'm going to need you guys to bear with me. Because like I said, I don't have my notes in the right order. And that's completely my fault. That's okay. His parents were charged. And after... The charges that were announced against Ethan, which he was actually charged a lot of different things. He was charged for terrorism, causing death, first degree murder, assault with intent to murder, and position uh, or possession position, possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony because they were like, I don't even know why he had that gun. It's a felon for him to have that at his age. He's yeah. only allowed to have a rifle because it's for hunting. Motherfucker, people are going to do illegal shit. You can't stop people from doing illegal shit. Clearly. He- hence, it's why it's illegal. You will never, ever stop people from doing stuff that's illegal because it's fucking illegal. That's why they do it. Because they're bad. You're not going to stop it. And people need to learn that really quick. Or they're going to get hurt more. Mm-hmm. The more you focus on trying to stop illegal stuff instead of trying to keep people safe, the better. Yeah, they're just focused on way too much about how to, like, I guess I should say, like, ban it instead of fixing it. Exactly. Let's get to the root cause. Exactly, which I'm going to get into a little bit. And this is, like I said, where people are going to start getting a little mad at me. But I just, I have to get it out. 
So after the announcement, after announcing the charges against Ethan, the prosecutor, Karen McDonald, told reporters that her office was also considering criminal charges against his parents and connection with the shooting. She said responsible gun ownership was crucial to stop tragedies and those who are irresponsible with their firearms should be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. How they were completely irresponsible because they went and bought it for their fucking son, who is openly admitted mental health problems. Mm-hmm. Why? What? And I'm a full supporter of the Second Amendment, but I do not support that. Absolutely fucking not. You don't hand your 15 year old a pistol for Christmas. No, absolutely not. Especially with his mental health conditions? Absolutely like, not. The that mental a, health conditions alone is, is a no. But. It was a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. And they just added to the final ingredient. Like, clearly he already had something because they said that they found long guns. That's all they said, though. Long guns. I don't Rifle. know what exactly that means. It could be rifles. Could be shotguns. It could be shotguns. It could be BB guns for all I know. It just said long guns. Mm-hmm. However... You don't give a child who's hurting a gun. No. Ever. Even if it's locked up in a cabinet and only you have the combination, only you have the keys. I don't give a fuck. No. I am... I'm going to get into it later. I'm going to stay stay focused here. Staying focused. Because this is very important. Mm -hmm. This is very important. So they said that they want to get them the charges, right? Mm -hmm. So on December 3rd, McDonald who was the prosecutor, held a press conference in which she announced that both parents were going to be charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter Mm -hmm. for their failure to secure the gun Ethan used in the shooting. I would have fucking charged them with manslaughter. It is a rare instance for parents to be even charged for these situations. Well, they should be. They should be more common. They should be. After charges were announced against... His parents, an alert was issued hours later by state authorities because they left the Oxford Township area. Are you fucking kidding me? So the, I, I'm sorry. People like this do not need to procreate. That's all I'm going to say. So they got charged and they fled. That's not, that's weird. Yeah. That's suspicious. Because you're guilty as fuck. Why are you running? Both were supposed to appear with their attorneys to turn themselves in, Mm -hmm. but failed to do so. Mm, The Oakland County Sheriff's FBI and the U.S. Marshals and the Oakland County Fugitive Apprehension Team were searching for these parents. After, shortly after, the the parent's attorney Mm -hmm. told Detroit Free Press that their client did not flee, but rather left town for their own safety and would return to the arranged. However, they never showed up for that either. And it was uh, supposed to be at uh, 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. And they never showed up. So... So they got a KPS and a warrant. Yep. So Under Sheriff McCab or McCabe, told CNN that the attorneys had not talked to the parents after attempting to reach them by phone and text without success, and that actually ended up getting put out in CNN report. Jennifer and James had withdrawn $4,000 from an ATM in Rochester Hills on December 3rd, and that they had ended up turning off their phones 
And on later, December 3rd, the U.S. Marshals released wanted posters and announced rewards for up to $10,000 for any information of where they're at. So this at. turned onto a whole-ass manhunt. Why are you running? Because you're fucking guilty. You know what you did was wrong. Yeah, absolutely. fucking lootly Around 11.05 p.m., on December 3rd, police received a tip from a business owner who found the Crumley's vehicle in a parking lot in Detroit, about 40 miles from Oxford. 40 miles. The man also saw Jennifer, and once she was realized she was spotted, she ran. Police responded to the scene about 20 minutes later and established a perimeter of the area, and around 2 a.m. on December 4th, police took the couple into custody after finding them on the first floor room. And in a press conference on December 4th, Oakland County Sheriff reported that a person had actually assisted them in entering the building that, and that additional charges may be filed against that person. I was about to say, I hope they were charged. In the relation to them fleeing and that they would also be charged, charged for fleeing, sorry, they got charged for fleeing and the charges for mm-hmm. the guy for helping them. But they cannot determine if there's any, like relation to this person Mm -hmm. the parents but that he did say that the um they were unarmed and they just seemed very distressed so he was just helping them well though it's still very irritating you were worried about getting back to work when your son needed you now when the shit hits the fan you're not worried about work whatsoever Mm -hmm. you were never worried about work to begin with you're just worried about you. You're worried about your own fucking agenda. I swear, there needs to be a license to have children. December 9th, it was announced that Ethan had been sentenced to actually life in prison without parole. Good. He was charged as an adult. Good. There was a lot of toss-up between the idea of charging him as an adult or not. They were also debating on going back and forth as an insanity plea, and he eventually said, no, I did this. I'm a bad person whatever punishment they want please Mm. give it to me i did bad things he tried to take the blame for all of it and you can look it up and listen to him talk about it my heart hurt and so many different levels it was confusing because my heart hurt for the families and please guys don't if you are listening to this, I'm not taking that his side by any means. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Does he deserve to be in jail for life? 100%. I hope while he's in there, he finally gets the help he deserves that he's been craving, that he clearly was asking for. He did it the wrong way in the end, but I guess it was the only way he thought someone would hear him. No, the shitty thing is that the parents will, will get out. They probably won't get life and... They'll go on to be a a menace to society still. Yeah. Like I said, he started off as doing a not guilty plea and then on it went into a plea of insanity and then he pleaded guilty to all charges and then he withdrew the it was a whole back and forth thing, but in the end he did plea one hundred percent guilty. He said any sentence this was his quote like I said, in the his quote, any sentence that they ask for, I ask that you do impose it on me and that he was truly sorry and I know sorry's not going to bring them back I did listening to him I truly actually do believe he's sorry which is very weird to say 
at the end of the day, shitty life, shitty upbringing does not give you permission to murk. We've said mm-hmm. it once before. We'll say it again. But there was a lot of failure. And unfortunately, it was at, the, was. A, at the cost now of these four beautiful children. I don't I don't have any sympathy for him whatsoever. You you've got a much bigger heart than I, I do. And do. If, I look at it and I say you do that for your parents. Oh, 100%. Well, like I said, search party went on. They got they got caught. Now, originally the parents were going to be tried together, but for some odd reason they went separate. Probably due to evidence found. Maybe. But here's the shitty thing. Ethan's sitting here taking all the blame. Mm-hmm. It's all his fault. Mm-hmm. Jennifer sat there and pointed the finger. It was all her husband's fault. She never wanted him to have the gun. He took him to go buy the gun. I'm sorry. That's not what your Facebook account said, ma'am. Facts. She pointed the fingers that she never agreed to it. I'm sorry. You also texted your son, LOL. I'm not mad at you. Next time, don't get caught. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? No, ma'am. Just another piece of shit human being. No, ma'am. Get out of here. Um, federal prosecutors began investigating whether federal laws were violated when James purchased a handgun for his son. And they were they were at the Oakland County Jail where the son was actually being held and confined. All of them were on suicide watch. And they were not allowed to interact for an indefinite amount of time. They did want to go back and forth on the idea of moving Ethan back to juvenile detention hall because he was actually in the adult prison and something about like laws that he technically shouldn't have been there for what he was able to hear or something along that lines again not getting into it but like i said at the end of the day jennifer's trial was completed on february 6th 2024 mm-hmm. with the jury finding her guilty of all four counts of involuntary manslaughter and her sentencing is set for April 9th of 2024 with credit for time served in jail since her arrest. But she was looking at 15 years per count. Good. James is facing these exact same charges. Like I said, his trial is set for March 5th. Mm-hmm. And given the similarities in the case, jury's verdict in the mother's case could be bad news for the dad, obviously. Legal analysts say that it could also have some key facts different, which is probably why they did. Yeah, that's them probably separately. why they did separate. Well, he's the one who purchased the gun. He's probably facing more time. He could be because he he did purchase it. but And if he is a felon, like you said. Right. So they're trying to investigate even if it was le- lawfully or legally purchased gun. But... More or less, like I said, um, she, they all played the the, bing, the point the finger game. Hmm. They said that they think they can learn from Jennifer's case and that it's possible for the prosecutor to convict 12 people beyond a reasonable doubt that a parent can be held liable. Overall, the prosecution has accused James of gross negligence for giving a gun to his son, who was 15 at the time, failing to get the teen proper mental treatment and failing to warn others of the risk despite warning signs. Which there was fucking clearly a shit ton of them already. Yeah. Like I said, he, though, his, he never testified at his mom's thing, right? Mm-hmm. He pled the fifth. This is something, though, that really pissed me off. 
Okay. Jennifer is convicted. Uh-huh. She's she's in jail now for this. Uh-huh. I 100% believe parents need to be held responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm so glad. When I read, I literally stumbled across the fact that I saw she was getting held accountable and that mm-hmm. the dad's being held accountable. And I've heard about it when this all happened, that the parents were arrested for the situation because of that. This is what I got angry at, though. I'm sure it caused quite the uproar. Yes. Somebody said that it's not necessary, that she may not be the best mom in the world, but it's not her crime. It is your crime. You put the weapon into your 15-year-old's hand. And not only that, you were negligent to his own mental health. Stephen J. Morris, a professor of law and psychiatry at the University of Pennsylvania, said he disagrees with the verdict, arguing that because Ethan Crumbly had pled guilty, he was the only one responsible for the shooting. He said, quote, I understand that she was not necessarily the best mother in the world, but this is not a crime, end quote. Mr. Morris said he believed the decision could be set could set bad precedents, causing courts to look for scapegoats in similar situations. Others say this case was so unusual that it is unlikely to have a wider ramification. Quote, I don't fear that this is going to open the floodgates to parents being charged in a run-of-a-mill case if there is a such thing, said Franklin Vanderbilt of University of Michigan Clinical Professor of Law. And he said that the facts of this case are just so unique and sort of extreme. So you got one professor saying, oh, blaming the parents isn't the right decision. Mm. It's just going to make people be like, oh, it wasn't the kid's fault, it's the parent's fault. No, it's everybody's fucking fault. It's it, everybody's. In this situation, like like the second guy said, it, it may not be a blanket statement for every parent, but this in this situation, it is a blanket statement. Like, fuck, I would have even charged him with child negligence. Oh, absolutely. Like, you were just completely irresponsible. Completely. Your yeah. kid was an inconvenience to you. Yeah. And you made it very obvious. Like I said, the school also is still under investigation for what is going on. Well, I wish they would hurry up with that and take that a little bit more seriously, too. I think that they're working on the parents at the moment. I'm just, I saw that a mom got held accountable finally. Like, fucking finally. Like, and she is now the first parent to be charged for anything, for what? For the, a gun shooting. For their school. child's yeah. shooting. Now, most kids don't seem to make it out alive in those situations, but I won't get into that right now. But what I am going to get into now, there was a study done. And this is where my rant, hopefully I keep it short. I don't know. (laughs) I don't got any water to throw in you. (laughs) The American, it was the American school shooting study. Mm -hmm. This American school shooting study. School shooting study, fuck, that's a tongue twister, is a nas- is a national open source database of all known shootings okay. that resulted in at least one injury on K through 12 school grounds between 1990 to, ni- to 2016. Okay. 
It also includes those that took place on school grounds or close to proximity and those known as mass school shootings. So I don't think mass school shootings, if one person is shot, that's just a school shooting. Mm Mm-hmm. Though they're sad, they're horrible, never should fucking happen. Your kids should be able to go to school and be fucking safe. Correct. We're lumping a bunch of stuff together, and that's why it's not being taken serious. Mm-hmm. Five people being killed versus the one on the playground, because I've already looked up this year's shootings. All of them happened outside of the school, mm-hmm. on a playground, or nearby. But they're counting it as a school shooting. So your numbers are not accurate. No, it's lazy statistics. Absolutely. There's already been seven or eight of them I think I told you about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. But they were all outside. And may not have even involved kids. Only how many did I tell you? I I can't remember those numbers. I've actually resulted in a death. So there's seven school shootings this year. And the highest killed in injured was eight but out of those seven shootings only two died out of 16 total i mean it's it's still too too many oh absolutely and that's 16 people shot too many yeah but this is why it's not getting fixed correct you're doing lazy statistics Mm -hmm. you're grouping a very both are serious so i really hate to say it this way but you're grouping serious situations with extreme serious situations and because you're doing that, you're not going to be able to fix the problem. Instead, you think, well, just get rid of guns. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. Not the answer at all. So I... That's just a democratic agenda. I've been saying for a very long time to a lot of people, because like I said, I have a child in school. Mm-hmm. You hear these shootings, these big shootings. The person who shoots the schools, it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's the same person and i've said this before i even did my research i could pick it up on my own so the fact that nobody else is seeing this and not picking up what the fucking problem is is irritating my fucking soul because there's agenda behind it it is a boy it is a male Mm -hmm. and he's between the ages of 15 to 17 years old and he's white Mm -hmm. and they all have mental health issues or some sort of issue at home and the issue is is that This is not a gun problem, people. This is a mental health issue with our boys. Mm -hmm. I have also a son. I take his mental health very seriously, just as much as I do my daughter. Your sons can cry. Your sons can feel. And just because they're boys does not get them a right to be aggressive in an unhealthy manner. According to this study... From 1990 to 2016, research identified 252 adolescent school shooters. The adolescent school shooter's average age was 16. School shooters, mostly men. One-third of adolescents who committed offenses suffered from accessions from their peers And this was more common with those who committed fatal offenses. Over twice as many fatal shooters than non-fatal shooters also had additional family issues. Mm -hmm. One-fourth of school shootings are not intentional shootings against others, 
but are suicides or accidents. So basically they go into like a psychosis. Mm -hmm. This is data that was found on just that short amount of time with the shootings. The purpose of this was to benefit law enforcement, school officials, and policies. It was also to help raise awareness of where the issues are at. There are also the shootings, majority of the shootings are done actually with adults and workplaces. Mm. And majority of those shootings, the employee doesn't even work there. You have a higher chance of actually being shot up in your workplace than a school. And that was at a three-fourths of of adult, three-fourths, three-fourths of adult shooters were unemployed at the time of the attack. Mass school shootings are rare events compared to all school shootings, with 11 occurring during the 27-year study. So it does not happen as much as we are being told, but it does happen. That's still 11 more than it needed to be. Correct. In 27 years, that's almost half. That's almost one every other year. But this is why we also say it's important to educate yourself instead of just being a spoon-fed baby by the media. Yes. Most of the fatal shootings took place in the 1990s over the 2000s. During satanic panic. Columbine. Mm -hmm. The South actually had over three times as many school shootings than the Northeast. And a large number of school shootings are committed on school grounds outside the school building by non-students during non-school hours. In other words, are non-school related. So they don't happen during school. It's outside. Mm -hmm. And this is where the numbers are getting messed up. They shouldn't be lumped together. No. Of all the school shootings, fatal shootings are not at an all-time high and actually do not appear to be steadily increasing. So what Ethan did was not, is actually a rarity. And like I said, had they done what they were supposed to fucking do and called the cops on him parents don't want to take him that's what they should have did they should have looked at those parents and said take him home or impressing charges those are your options that's what should have happened absolutely actually no it should have just been like well sorry about your fucking luck we're pressing charges i would have yeah they should have just they should they have just honestly charges should have called the cops and then called the parents yeah correct yes that should have been he issued a threat at that point what the the teacher had saw Two teachers, because the way it seems is that was two separate fucking teachers. They saw what they saw? Uh Uh-uh. No. Sorry. Cops. Cops are being called. He's getting taken handcuffs. You can go pick him up at the station. He's not allowed back in this building because I have a responsibility to the rest of these damn kids in this building, and he is a threat to them. Yeah. 100%. That school failed. That school failed. Those parents failed. Ethan, honey, you failed. Mm-hmm. And the system as a whole fails all of us by removing the mental health that we used to be able to take advantage of. Yes. There is no mental health help anymore. Matter of fact, it used to be in schools, but it's no longer there anymore. Yes. So that is the one last thing that I actually did want to talk about. Mental health for specifically 
males. Mm-hmm. And ironically, I learned something new today. So suicide is the 11th leading cause of death in the U.S. That's pretty fucking high. That is very high. 48,183 Americans died by suicide in 2021. That's a lot. And there was 1.70 million suicide attempts in 2021. The age-adjusted suicide rate is about 14.04 per 100,000 people. And 2,021 men die by suicide 3.9 times more than women. Mm -hmm. You want to sit there and talk about women being all emotional? You want to sit there and talk about women being crybabies? And we're dramatic? There's a reason. Men are told not to talk about their feelings. You got to bottle that shit up. You're a man. Buck it up. Man up. So what do they do? They buck it up to the point they can't take it anymore. And you know what their number one item almost to use? Firearms. It accounts for 54.64% of all suicide deaths. You want to know why? Because if a man's going to do something, they're going to do, do it, it right. Mm-hmm. Women account for the suicide attempts. We're crying for our help to get it. And I'm sorry, ladies, that's what it is. And I'm sorry for those who know a woman who did die by suicide. I, I understand that feeling. However, men are more likely to be successful than women mm-hmm. because they're going to get it done fast. They're going to get it done to where nobody will be able to stop them. Correct, because that's all they've been told is just to just do it. White males account for 69.68% of suicide deaths in 2021. That's a fucking high number. It's extremely high. The average, actually the highest number or the highest age, the age with the highest suicides actually is men above 75. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Above 75. That is the first highest one. And that's, I mean, that's even counting for teens because everybody wants to talk about teens being the ones that are doing it the most. It is actually older men. 85 is actually the highest among all of them at 22.39 per 100. In 2021, adolescents and young adults aged 15 to 24 had a suicide rate of 15.15. 25 to 34 is 19 0.48 0.48 per 100,000. That's the hard year for men. That's that family year. Mm-hmm. That's you better make it or break it. There's too much pressure. Lots of pressure. There's a lot of fucking pressure on our men. Mm-hmm. As a society, we need to we need to chill the fuck out. We need to lift them up, guys. Yeah. You want to stop some of these shootings? First off, pay attention, give a smile, and be fucking kind. Don't be mean. You don't know what people are feeling. You don't know what people are going through outside of this outside of this fucking four walls that you're in or outside of your own fucking brain. I'm not saying to ever sit there and say that somebody's out there has it worse because I don't feel I don't agree with negating and invalidating yourself because someone's out there worse. Or would you sit there and invalidate your happiness because someone out there might be happier than you? I don't care whatever inconvenience and how insignificant it's okay to be upset about it. Be upset about it and move on. Don't dwell. That's mm-hmm. when things get dangerous. Correct. But some people need help in moving on. And with that, 
there was an episode. I messed up. I said something wrong. And of course, being a Virgo, I'm going to correct myself and give you guys <laughs> that right information. I said that there was a place where you can get some help. And it was like of financially, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I called it wrong. Mm-hmm. It is NAMI. I said Rami with an R. It's N-A-M-I. Their crisis line is 988. You could go on those website on their website, which is NAMI. Well, ours is NAMIVirginia.org, but they have it all over. You can find all the help you guys are going to mm-hmm. need in any capacity. They also have, you know, all the numbers for crisis, for suicide, for if you are going to hurt someone else, you call them, talk yourself off that whatever ledge you're mm-hmm. on. There's always a better way. Correct. Always a better way. Your life is valued despite whatever is t- your head is telling you. It is a toxic thing that can convince you of a lot of things. And trust me, if it can convince you that you're worth nothing, you train it right. It can convince you you're capable of everything. Mm-hmm. But this problem that we're having with children and shootings and all that crap in schools, first off, we need to address it in the proper ways. We need to start labeling them for what they are. A brawl on the playground at night is not a mass school shooting. Stop calling it that. Correct. You're not going to address things if you're lumping the wrong shit together. For two, it's not a gun problem. It's a mental health problem. It's a kindness problem. You can ban all the guns you want. People will find a way to hurt somebody. Congratulations, your guns are gone. You'll get blown up. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big gun person. I personally don't really care for them, but I don't care if people want to own them. You do have a right to protect yourself. Your job also with that Second Amendment is not only to protect yourself, but protect your fucking neighbor. Mm -hmm. Look out for each other, guys. The whole reason that we were given the right to bear arms was for unlawful protection, which means protecting each other. Yes. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, why is this put on me? Why is this my fault? The government should be doing more. And yes, you're absolutely right. The government should be doing more. But as we all know, they're not going to fucking do it because you know what that means? That means that they would have to take a pay cut or raise your taxes more. But do you know what you can do and can start fucking doing now? You can be a fucking nicer person. Yes. Absa-fucking-lutely. It doesn't take that much effort. And if it does, go ahead, check out that website that Missy just read off because you need it. Yes. Get your help. There's so many options out there now, guys, to get help. So many. So many. We want to fix this issue? then we as a community have to actually try to fix the issue instead of bitching about it and pointing the finger at one another and blaming this person or the government or this or that. You don't know how one little baby step could save somebody's life. Yeah, those four babies. And I'm going to call them babies. I don't care how old they were. Those were someone's babies. Could still be here. Had he first got help. The first moment he told his parents, I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. Again, I apologize if anybody who happens to listen to this is personally dealt with that situation. I will admit there are days that I I get scared. Mm -hmm. Especially for 
my almost high schooler now. I do actually get scared. And I remember being a high schooler, never was I scared. You want to actually know the one place I felt the safest? The one I had metal detectors for. Ironically enough, I felt the safest there. The metal detectors never bothered me, but and they wanted to put those in schools, but a lot of people complained that that makes kids feel unsafe. I felt safer there than I did in our high school. Yes. Where I wore my coat and my carried my backpack the whole time. Never took my coat off, guys. I was freezing. That's the only reason why I wore it. Yeah, she's a lizard. And all I could think of the whole time is I could have a gun in here and nobody would know. That literally was in my brain. In no. We went to a, you know, a school in a wealthy area, mostly white. And yeah. You know, the description I just gave of who actually shoots schools up. Yep. But that's not the stigma that the media releases. No. That's literally, and all I'd hear is everybody cry and whine about how strict the rules were. I'm like, I'm carrying my backpack and I don't have to take my coat off. Plus, I had a purse, which at the time I was doing very illegal thing. I was carrying cigarettes in a school. Mm-hmm. That's not actually yeah. not that illegal, but it was. Um, but I, nobody checked me. No. Not one person. Not one person looked thinking, hmm, she's wearing a really long trench coat. That's weird. Who is this person? We had many, many, many people at our school that wore long trench coats. Nothing was ever done. Now, I can say they were proactive on some other situations, which I'm not going to go into because that's personal to other people. Yeah. But any little thing that they saw on social media, they did flag and people were expelled. Good. Because now all they want to do is cry about children vaping in a bathroom. Because, you know, that's their biggest problem. I'm going to put this to bed now. I got this off my chest because I'm so glad she got convicted. Mm-hmm. I know there's another shooting situation that was a one person and that mom is facing a charge as she should. And I hope this dad gets charged as well. And I know that's not going to bring those families, babies back. But I hope this brings more awareness to other people that keep track of your kids. Yeah, because that's all these people now that have lost their children. That's the only thing that they can ask for. They lost theirs due to negligence. Do them justice by doing what you should be doing all along. Ethan sits in prison. He has no parole opportunity. As he shouldn't. I don't think those parents should either. No, they shouldn't. They sh- No, absolutely not. No. But that's... I, I won't but, get down that one as well. I'm just yeah. glad she... I saw she got charged and I felt like it was something That's that a big step in the right direction. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciated that one. Good. I'm glad you did. And like I said, Toasties, I'm sorry if I made you mad. I hope that it got you thinking because I'm a lover. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gave slight sympathy to Ethan for crying out loud. She has a big heart, I th- even though her tough exterior. Yeah. She's a softie. I can be, especially when it comes to kids, being that I have two. Mm-hmm. And I care so much about mental health. Mm-hmm. I care a tremendous amount of mental health and making sure everybody is mentally okay. Because we're not right now, guys. If we're all being honest, we're not. No, we're not. We're all living in a shitty time together. Everybody is in survival mode and fight mode. Mm-hmm. It's time to break it. 
So hug yourselves. Hug your neighbors. I mean, I actually don't don't mean to actually go hug your neighbors. Like, that would be weird if you just... Ask permission uh, first, like, please. Like, please ask permission. <laughs> don't tell them. You're going to scare them. Missy told me to. <laughs> Missy on the radio said to go hug you. It's going to be all sorts of bad juju. Nobody's ready for that kind of affection just quite mm-hmm. yet. Build it up. Build it up, just guys. fucking smile. Start with a high. Hold Start the door. Hold, yeah, hold the damn door. You know, Nobody holds the door anymore. Right. At all. It's so weird. We just become mean fucking people. Mean, <sighs> yeah. Mean fucking people. Well, we're gonna do let's, let's let's try to work on that. We're gonna try and work on that. But y'all got homework. Yeah, you all got homework. Go go give a smile. Start with smiling. Mm-hmm. Smiles are good. Be a lover, not a fighter. Unless you have to fuck some shit up, then go for it. But make sure it's worth it. I'm just gonna say that. Make sure it's worth it. But make sure you guys also go like it, follow, share. Let us know what you thought about this. I want to know some opinions on this situation. I really do. Um, As far as the mental health and and do you think mom deserved to be convicted? Do you think dad needs to be convicted? Do you think more needs to be done for this situation? Because I sure as fuck do. Um, But until dad's stuff is done, I don't know what more is going to come. This is still a very new case. So I hope more comes of it. Mm Mm-hmm. If you were happened to act be one of the people involved in the situation, I again I apologize. I did not mean to hurt or open any wounds in the situation. I just felt like it had to be addressed in, in the in the mental health case of it. Make sure you guys like, follow, share, subscribe, leave a review of, in general. Go listen to our other episodes. I'm getting off this soapbox here i'm gonna keep tangenting <laughs> she's i ain't go throw water on a bitch <laughs> in the meantime guys bye, bye.